0: You're listening to Mystery Still Unsolved, a podcast where we discuss unsolved mysteries, both past and present. I'm your host, Rochelle. Today, we will discuss Shawnee Amusement Park. everybody yeah okay (laughs) i'm going to a backstreet boys concert soon so i've really got that on the brain um anyway welcome back to mystery still unsolved i feel like it was only yesterday that i was here sitting in my daughter's walk-in closet discussing true crime and paranormal thingies with you but alas It has been a whole seven days. Um, I guess time really flies when you're having fun, especially during the summer, when you might find your calendar filled with summertime activities like swimming and ice cream dates and slushies and, oh, I don't know, perhaps a day at your local amusement park. Hopefully you're not going to Shawnee Amusement Park in West Virginia because that's what we're going to be talking about today. But before we dive into it, I just want to get through a little bit of housekeeping and I'm going to make this as easy as one, two, three. Uh, number one, if you are not already following me on Instagram at Mystery Still unsolved, do you really want to hurt me? Oh, do you really want to make me cry? Uh, take a page out of Nike's book and just do it. Okay, just do it. Uh, Number two, visit my website at www.mrrestillunsolved.com. There you can binge my now. 85. Yes, you heard that right. 85 episodes. I don't mean to toot my own horn, but I have sat here in this very closet 85 times to connect with you and connect you with 85 never before heard episodes. You are so lucky to have me. (laughs) And lastly, number three, if you like what you hear, and I hope you do, and you think that more people should hear it, consider leaving me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It would mean the world to me and it is quick, it is free, and you're going to feel good afterwards. So really, it's a gift for you and me. Win-win. Okay, enough of that. You didn't come here to listen about my housekeeping. You want the goods. And luckily for you, I brought them for you, baby. Um, so let's stop beating around the bush and get into today's fantastical and ruddy, mysterious episode. Um, in the town of Princeton, West Virginia, on the banks of Lake Shawnee, stands the abandoned remnants of what was once a family-friendly and wholesome amusement park. Opening in 1926, Shawnee Amusement Park thrived for decades, providing people traveling near and far with family bonding opportunities. Some people got their first date butterflies there, and a friend's night out for the local youth in the area. Uh, The memories made there were happy and carefree, but not for long. No, because if it. If that's how it would have ended, why would I be talking about it on mystery Still Unsolved? So you know that it's not good. It's not good. Um, the park was abruptly closed in 1966. According to local historians, it was closed due to a failed health inspection. But locals there believe the real reason for the closure was what started as a playground for children became the site of a of numerous tragic and disturbing events. The first notable incident occurred in the 1940s. A little girl was riding the swings, not like the swings that you see at the playground, but, you know, like the swings that go around in a circle like at Disneyland or like at a fair. Get it? Got it? Good. Okay, anyhow. This little girl was riding on the swings and this soda delivery truck was delivering soda to the concession stand. And whenever he would make these deliveries, he'd come like once a week or something, he would just back into the concession stand. And it just so happened that this particular time he made a fatal error and ended up backing into a little girl riding the swings. And she like immediately died upon impact. Um, It appears this incident would open like Pandora's box and unleash havoc on the park's previously untarnished reputation because this incident sparked the onslaught of numerous tragic accidents. Um, After that um, incident, several kids drowned at the park. One particularly sad story that is noted by local historian Patricia Smith um, that she knows is probably less likely to happen nowadays or else that you'd hope so is that a mom dropped her nine-year-old son off at the park On like upon its opening, and she just kind of dropped him there by himself, and she went along her merry way. I don't know if she went to work or she was running errands or something, but she was basically using the park as a daycare center for her nine-year-old son. And when she came back at nine, when the park was closing, she was nervous because she didn't find her son where they had previously agreed to meet. So she contacted the park's management, who contacted the authorities, and the boy was later found dead in the pool his arm had apparently gotten stuck in the drain of the swimming pool it just like sucked him in and he could not get out so he had essentially just drowned and been there for hours it's just it's just terrible i can't even believe i hope that that sort of thing wouldn't happen nowadays um there was another incident where a father and a son were out riding on a canoe because the amusement park rented out canoes to people, and the canoe overturned and the little boy drowned in the lake. Before the park closed, six children had met their unfortunate and untimely demise within the walls of this park. For years, locals believed that the park was haunted, perhaps even cursed. Many thought, possibly even hoped, that the park would remain closed, but it didn't. It didn't. Uh, A man by the name of Gaylord White purchased the park in 1985. Apparently, he had worked at the park in the summers as a teenager, and it was always his dream to purchase the park and have it restored to its previous glory. He also wanted to add more rides, more attractions. Um, He just wanted to provide the children of his town with the same fun memories that he had had while at the park all those years ago. He did open the park. It was open for a little bit, um, but his hopes of reopening permanently would soon be dashed because in the late 1980s, while working on excavating certain portions of the park to install more rides, the White family made an alarming discovery. All right, so they're digging, they're using all those tools that I don't know what they're called, but they're big and yellow, and they began unearthing a lot of pottery. Native American tools, arrowheads, things of that nature. So they call a university to come out and have a look at the items to determine whether any of these things held historical significance or if they're basically just garbage. Um, And it was when the archaeological team sent by the university came that they began discovering skeletal remains. Um, the park had apparently been built atop of a Native American burial ground. I know. I know. It's like something out of Poltergeist or that show Prank Encounters on Netflix. Wild. Wild. One of the burial sites was of a Native 14 year old girl who it was believed died during childbirth as a baby was uh, buried right beside her. In fact, all of the bones found in the grave were that of at least 13 babies, toddlers, preteens, or young adults. Yes, it was a graveyard for the young. Do you hear what I'm saying to you? I mean, OMG. I feel like freaking Skull from the Little Mermaid when he's trying to tell them about Ursula and living in a human body. Um, A park has unknowingly been built atop of a Native American children's burial ground, and now children are dying in freak accidents at the park. It's almost as if the land itself is claiming the lives of children. But why? Why are you doing that? That's not nice. Um, coincidence, or the result of something more sinister? I believe the latter. Um, I did some more research, and there isn't much known for certain about the land before like Anglo-Saxon settlers came to settle it in the late eighteen hundreds. But I was able to find one more piece of titillating information. Um, apparently Lake Shawnee's restless past originates in the 18th century during the late 1700s. Mitchell Clay brought his young family out West, which I'm like, okay, out West. That makes it seem like you're going to Colorado or Utah. Like, let's not get it twisted. They were in West Virginia, like calm down. Okay. Anyways. Clay brought his young family out west, west of Virginia, okay, Um, and they established an 800-acre farm and raised 14 children. Uh, Tragedy struck the clays in 1783. A Native American tribe, for whatever reason, got mad at the clays and they slew two of their children while Mitchell was out hunting one day. They also kidnapped one of the boys named Ezekiel, and they burned him at the stake nearby. Uh, Clay retaliated, um, as you would, and with the help of other settlers, he tracked down several Native American tribes and killed all of them. The scarred homestead was never the same. The Native American remains on the property predate those of the Clay family, so it's possible that the Clays were perhaps cursed as well, and maybe that's why all those terrible things happened to them. Um, Many people who enter the gates of the park nowadays claim to feel an ominous and negative energy. They immediately begin to feel like this sense of paranoia, almost as if they are being watched. Um and like that happens, doesn't it? Like I I feel like that happens to me all the time. I'm like out and about, just living my own life, and all of a sudden, like I just get like this weird sensation, and then I like look over and somebody's just like deadlocked on me, and I'm like, whoa, what are you doing? Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, this is like really off topic, um, <laughs> but I was traveling to um Kanab last week. And, you know, it's kind of like in this area where there's not very many rest stops. So like, you're just like, when, when you see a rest stop, you need to go, even if you don't think that you need to go to the bathroom, like you need to at least try because you just never know when the next one's going to come. And so I was, I went into the bathroom with my daughter and she was in one stall and I was in the other stall and I'm using the bathroom. And all of a sudden I like look up and I see like this eyeball looking at me. (laughs) We like made eye contact and it was just, it was just like some lady trying to see like if there was somebody in there, but like, it was just so awkward. And I was like, I do not know how I am 31 years old. And I still like, don't know how to approach this or alleviate this. Like, it just, it's just so funny. Like the little things that happen to you that you're like, why, why did this awkward thing happen to me? It's just, ugh, you cannot make that stuff up. Anyways, (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> many people say when they come to the park that they can see swings move on their own, and the wind isn't a good way to explain this away because sometimes only one out of the ten swings will be swinging. Yeah, that's pretty freaking weird. I don't, I don't like that. Um, I would run away. Uh, some people claim to have seen the spirit of a little girl riding on the swings. Uh, that's a big nope for me, I'd just be like, oh, uh, no, goodbye. Uh, Gaylord White's wife said that there was an instance when she came to the park and only one swing was swinging. Mm. Mm, no, girl, you in danger. Um, when she told Gaylord to hurry up and look, the swing abruptly stopped. Why? Why do you do such creepy things, spirits? Please stop. Just be nice. Oh, just be nice. Okay. Um, This obviously creeped her out even more um, because it's as if the spirits only want to perform for certain individuals and on their own terms. Let's just say Gaylord's wife didn't appreciate being chosen. Okay? Can't say I blame her. I'd just be like, why don't you go pick on somebody else? I don't, I don't want to see you. Um, is the dark history of the Shawnee Amusement Park the result of an ancient curse or has the place always been evil? It's kind of like this chicken or the egg type situation. Are bad things happening here because this place is evil or cursed or is this place evil and cursed and that's why bad things are happening here? Um is this place evil? Will it always be evil? Is there anything that can be done? I I don't know. Uh, regardless of whether or not you believe in the paranormal, you have to agree that something certainly feels unnatural, kind of like on edge about this location and the subsequent attraction built atop of the land. Gaylord's family still owns the property where the park stands, and they thought about selling the land to a housing company perhaps that would have built like high-density housing near this like picturesque yet deadly lake. Um, However, they decided not to tempt fate, which is nice and kind of them, so we don't have another poltergeist on our hand. Um, Instead, the park stands abandoned. Um, Its once vibrantly painted red, white, and turquoise rides are faded and defunct. The whites have Use the opportunity. Um, I mean, they're just kind of pivoting at this point because there's no way to make a park there or to sell it to any company. Um, so they've kind of like pivoted and they're using this opportunity to host paranormal tours. So if you're brave enough to venture to the shore of Lake Shawnee in Princeton, West Virginia, you know, out west. Pfft, I'm sorry. I live in Utah. I'm out west. West Virginia is not west, okay? I'm I'm just sorry West Virginia if you think you're west, you're not. Sorry to disappoint you. You're really really not. Stop trying to be like one of us. You never will be. Um anyways, if you're ever over there and you want to venture to the shores, do it and then write to me and tell me about it. I want to hear what you experienced. Um that is all I have for you today. Um, thank you so much for joining me. I love getting the chance to chat with you each and every week. Um, I honestly always get sad when I'm like getting towards the end of my research and my script and stuff and I'm like, oh no, my time is through. My time is all up. Parting really is such sweet sorrow, isn't it? It really is. Um, in the meantime, follow me on Instagram at Still unsolved. Uh, visit my website, www.mysterystillunsolved.com. There you can do a proper binge. Uh, leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Um, don't forget, you can always tell a true crime-loving friend or family member about me. And don't feel limited by, you know, the term friends and family. I mean, tell your internist, your yoga buddies, that dude at the gym that you've been eyeing. I mean, this is your conversation starter to talk to your next boyfriend. I mean, you'll certainly stick out amongst the crowd with this kind of an intro, don't you think? Don't you think? And then that will be so cool because then you could write to me and be like, bringing up you was the beginning of a long-lasting, budding relationship. And you can invite me to your wedding and it will be so fun. (laughs) Don't forget to join me next week when together we'll discover, did someone ever place a useful tip? Has justice prevailed? Or is the mystery still unsolved?